0: Thank you. I know the Bible is right. It's The Bible Has the Answers with Pastor Aaron B. Williams coming to you live every Wednesday at 7 p.m. A Never Had It So Good Gospel 107. Pastor Williams believes if you have a question, the Bible has the answers. Join us Wednesday on the show or at I Am Jesus Holy Ghost Church in Columbia, South Carolina, where service times are... Tuesday night prayer at 7 p.m., Sabbath Friday service at 7 p.m., and Saturday Sabbath day service at 12 noon. Our motto is, it pays to serve God. Hit us up at IAmJesusHolyGhostChurch.org. That's Pastor Aaron B. Williams, live on Never Handed So Good Gospel 107. Come on and get the Word of God at its highest level.
1: Oh, beloved, the Bible is right. The Bible is right, Amen. I know you know the Bible is right. We're in Proverbs, the twenty-first chapter. We're down to the twenty-fourth verse, twenty-one, twenty-four, King James Version, Protestant Bible, Amen. Why, why, why you say Protestant Bible, Pastor? Ain't all the Bibles Protestant. No, they got they have all kind of. I've seen. People on podcasts, TV, all kind of places. And they're reading the what amounts to the Catholic Bible that has what they call the lost six books of the Bible and all kinds of other things added on. Amen. Glory to God. But we acknowledge the canon that was approved by the 70 elders. Glory to God. And it was found to be the genuine word of God. Glory to God. With God's leading amen and so we stick with the King James version if you notice even the Dead Sea Scrolls all kinds of bits and parts of the Bible that they find the closest when they look at it from thousands of years ago the closest rendition of the same thing all the time turns out to be the King James Bible did an extensive study one time and the King James always came to the top so I stick with the King James, though you hear me reading many other versions, just to get clarity, to shed some more light. Amen? I don't mind if anyone reads another version. That's fine. But just have the King James with you, okay? Glory to God. Well, the King James twenty-one twenty-four 24 says, Proud and haughty scorner is his name, who dealeth in proud wrath who dealeth in in proud wrath, pride, proud or pride, glory to God. I wanted, when I read this immediately, what came to my mind was pride. And what does the Bible have to say about pride? It has a whole lot, but it's the kind of thing where you need to write the verses down and meditate them slowly so that you can squeeze out all of the elements and all of the, all of the lessons that the Bible teaches about pride. It says quite a bit about pride. So we're going to talk about pride tonight, amen? And we're going to start in Proverbs 8.13. Now, Proverbs 8.13 says, The fear of the Lord is to hate evil. Pride and Arrogancy and the evil way And the forward mouth do I hate So what does this Say it says that God Hates He doesn't just well you know That's you really It'd be better if you don't do that thing No it isn't Now come on don't do that no It's God Hates pride Amen so that Right there should tell you there's got to be something wrong with pride because God is a consuming fire, but the Bible says also that God is love, amen, and he's a forgiving God, and he's a great God, a merciful God, a wonderful God, a long-suffering God, a patient God, amen. When he says that he hates something, uh, it's, it would do you well to take heed to that and to find out what that is and not do it is and ask the holy spirit to please get that out of you amen glory to god because god the bible says that god hates pride glory to god let's go to proverbs 11:2 proverbs 11:2 And it says, when pride cometh, then cometh shame. But with the lowly is wisdom. But with the lowly is wisdom. We're going to find out what pride is. Well, I'll tell you now. It means arrogance. You think you know everything. No one can tell you nothing. Amen. And here in 11.2b, it says, with the lowly is wisdom. So in the world, in the kingdom of darkness, they counsel their sons and daughters. In the kingdom of darkness, they counsel them to have pride. Have pride. Have pride. In the kingdom of light, God's counsel is with the lowly is wisdom. Amen. Why is that? Remember I said in the very beginning, these are verses you've got to meditate to get to really get all the lessons out of them. And we're dealing here with 2B, but we're going to deal with 2A in just a moment. 2B says, with the lowly is wisdom. If you're arrogant, if you're full of pride and you're arrogant, how, how can anybody tell you anything? If you were to go to an apprentice course under someone, while they're trying to tell you, you're telling them. You're telling them what you ain't going to do, that ain't true. You know, I had a I had a uh, someone that I know, and they wanted to – they went out to a job. This man had done the job for 22 years, and this young man hadn't done it, not for one day. And he was to go out and learn from this gentleman who did this thing for 22 years. And when the gentleman who was going to instruct him and help him to understand the craft, and he had been doing it for twenty two years, when he began to talk to the young man, it's a true story. The young man told him, "I don't, I, I don't need that. I don't need that. I don't need to hear that. I, I, you know, that stuff. I ain't gonna do that." Phenomenal, phenomenal. See. The Bible here says that with the lowly is wisdom. Had he humbled himself and shut his mouth, he could have heard 22 years of experience and then wisdom. Amen. But he forfeited all that wisdom because he wouldn't humble himself. I don't need that, man. I don't need that stuff. I'll just go to class and learn what I got to learn there. you talking this? I don't even want to hear it. Hmm? He didn't. He didn't humble himself. He wasn't lowly. The Bible here says, "With the lowliest wisdom, you humble yourself." And it's a funny thing when you're passing on wisdom. I'm a pastor, and there's times when I. But you pass on wisdom at the strangest times. Sometimes you say something profound just in passing, and the person with you pick up on it and say, wow, that was pro- what you just said, that was profound. You'll be surprised. Somebody will be around you a whole lot, and you may not be speaking about anything uh in particular, but all of a sudden out of your mouth comes some wisdom, and when you say it, the person around you picks up on it. Oh, that was good. I remember I was uh, around – uh uh bishop chambers and we was just talking about stuff in general and i was asking him about church and he said something very profound he said now he was just saying this in passing but it was a deep revelation to me he said to have a to have a church you got to have church and he went on talking but i i said whoa listen to what he just said amen But now suppose I had been talking and telling him all about church and all about my experiences. I would have missed that. With the lowly is wisdom. You have to, when you're around somebody, when you, I I heard uh, Bishop Presley said one time, he said, if you are, if you ever gain access to me, don't come and ask stupid stuff. Don't come and ask you know how I flow in the spirit if you gain access to me, if you can get to me because they have explicit orders, no one's to this because he meditates a lot, no one is to bother him, but if you get access to him, you ask him something you want to know by the holy ghost he'll he'll tell you, don't ask me stupid stuff that 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 bothers him, huh because he knows. You're asking something stupid. Suppose when God told Solomon, Solomon, you can have anything you want, anything, just name it, Solomon, anything you Can I have lollipops every Monday? Can I have a banana split? What? What? I'm offering you every anything in this whole world. And you're asking me, can you have lollipops on Monday? You got to be kidding. I'm the God that created the heavens and the earth. If you ask me for something, I'll find it. If I can't find it, I'll create it. I can do anything. Nothing's impossible to me. And you're going to ask the fount of all living life and all of creation if you can have a lollipop. Amen, the, the absurdity of some things Amen, glory to God Who is it you're speaking to? And I'm not talking about in the flesh I'm not talking about in the flesh now Amen, glory to God But the Bible says That with the lowly Is wisdom In fact, if you're not lowly in mind when someone is trying to pass on wisdom, you interrupt them. Oh, I, I know about that. Yeah, and so on. And so on. the person can't even pass on wisdom to you because you won't hear it. You know more than the master. You know more than the person. Amen. Glory to God. But let's talk about eleven too. This is very important. 11.2, when pride cometh, then cometh shame. When pride cometh, then cometh shame. I got insight into this. Well, there was a phenomenon that I noticed in my own life. Then I got saved. Then I noticed it in my saved life. And then I came across this verse and it answered all my questions. When I was in the world, in the kingdom of darkness, I wasn't saved then. I noticed that when I would play chess, if I would win, oh, man, I skunked the dude. I got him. I, listen, this game is so easy. I'm going to, the next person that plays me, I'm just going to roll over him like a steamroller. And I found it was the same thing in tennis. I, 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 I'd win a match. Oh, man, I was automatically, I was ready to go out and play Arthur Ashe and make him sit down. Oh, I was just good. But I noticed, I started to notice something, and I noticed this in the kingdom of darkness. Anytime I made a spectacular win, almost automatically, without fail, the very next time, I would lose. And I couldn't, for the life of me, I couldn't understand it. I would squash this guy on the chess set. The very next game, I would make a stupid move like lose my king in the third move. I mean lose my queen in the third move i'd play i'd play somebody and make them walk off the the, the, the tennis court. I remember I came on the tennis court full of arrogance and pride, and there was an old guy, and he was there just playing with his you know with just his racket and the ball and I looked at him as if to say, "I think I was about nineteen years old then that was a long time ago. And I looked at him and I said, "This old guy." <laughs> Listen, I said, "Hey, hey, you want to hit a few?" And he said, "Well, okay, we can hit a few." Okay, get, go over there. I was going to squash that That man hurt my feelings. He he hurt my feelings. He played so well. I mean, I honestly was going to give up tennis. That that man beat me so bad. I went home, and I was really thinking about giving up tennis. I said, I ain't, I ain't playing no more. If I'm going to get squonks like that, I ain't going to play no more. I'm up against a commercial. Hold on. Hold on. I'll be right back. Hold on.
0: Do you need tile installed in your home or business? then John Robinson Tile, LLC, is the company for you. We have over 60 years of experience installing tile. We do bathrooms, kitchens, and so much more. Give us a call at 803-529-0092. Check out our website at www.johnrobinsontile2.com. Visit us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, too. Just search J. Rob Tile or John Robinson Tile. We're licensed and insured and Schluter certified. If you need tile installed, we are your company. We believe in laying hands on everything that we do. That's John Robinson Tile Installation Service for new and old homes. Renovation of kitchens and bathrooms installs all types. That's JohnRobinsonTile2.com. Beloved, we're looking at twenty one twenty
1: four, and for reference uh, scripture, we're in Proverbs eleven two, and we're we're dealing with a uh, 11, 2 a. When pride cometh, then cometh shame. When pride cometh, then cometh shame. So I remembered when I got saved. I remembered in when I was in the world. That time I really did something and I was tremendously proud. Oh, man, I really squanched that. And I even found that in the investing world. I would invest and make some money, and I said, oh, I know how to do it now. It's so easy. I got it pat. I got it down. And the very next trade, I would lose my shirt. And I said, man, what, what what's happening there? What is going on with that? When I got saved and I came to 11 too, I got a hint of something. It says, when pride cometh, then cometh shame. And I said, yeah, because the first time I'd win, I'd have pride. And then shame would come because I'd, I'd, I'd lose the second thing, and I, I'd feel shame. Amen? So something is happening here, but I didn't know what it was. Turn to 1310, Proverbs 1310, where we get a little insight. 1310 says, only by pride cometh contention. Only by pride cometh contention. Now, at that time, I didn't have pride figured out. And by the word, that, by the way, that word pride, when you go into the concordance, is number 2087, and it means arrogance, arrogance, Amen. Only by arrogance you know everything. You can't you, – you, you, nobody can tell you nothing. You won't hear nothing. It's got to be your way. You know everything. Only by arrogance cometh contention. Well, in the early years, I didn't know much about pride, but I I was learning about contention. And I recognized – I said, wait a minute. contention's a spirit. Contention is a spirit. And it says here, only by arrogance or pride. Only by pride cometh contentness. So there's something that comes to you. When you're full of pride, apparently something comes to you. Amen? And then, of course, you remember in the Bible where it says, we wrestle not against flesh and blood. Amen? And so I started to get a little light on it. I started to get a little light on it. Uh, Go to 16.5, 16.5. I started to get hints of something about this. Uh, 16.5 says, everyone that is proud in heart is an abomination to the Lord. Oh, my goodness. Heart full of of pride, you're an abomination to the Lord. What makes us successful? Why do we get the victory every time and triumph? Because of the Lord. Amen. Glory to God. Hmm. But something else is going on. Go to 1618. 1618. It says, Pride or arrogance goeth before destruction, and a haughty spirit before a fall. Oh my gosh. Haughty spirit, spirit, spirit. So I started saying, Ah, uh, I'm starting to see something here. It's, 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 this thing is all spiritual. If I let myself get full of pride without realizing it, if I let myself get arrogant, if I can't hear people, if I can't, uh, you know, I know everything. You can't tell me nothing. It's going to be my way or no way. Well, I, I'm Apparently, from these lead scriptures I'm reading, there's something spiritual going on here, and I'm drawing spirits to myself. Amen? Pride goeth before destruction, and a haughty spirit before a fall. I'd be proud and haughty when I would win that, that, that tennis match. And then the very next one, something would happen. That I couldn't explain and I'd be full of shame. I felt whoa. Something's going on. Go to Proverbs 1719. It took years before I came to a real understanding of this. Proverbs 1719. He loveth transgression that loveth strife. And he that exalteth his gate seeketh destruction. He that exalteth his gate Seeketh destruction. I'm full of pride. I want everybody to see how good I am. I can crush other people. Man, but I want everybody to see it. Amen? So I'm going to go on TVs where everybody can see how wonderful I am. Amen? When the Bible says if you exalt yourself, you seek destruction. And so I said, boy, that, that pride thing can really hurt you apparently. Go to 1812. Like I told you, we're doing it in a few minutes, but this took years for me to meditate in scriptures and find out, because see, in the beginning when I first got saved, there was all kinds of things that we as Christians were told we shouldn't do. Amen? Don't get angry. Don't get, uh, uh, uh forgive everybody. Get a smile on your face. Be decent. Dress decent. Come to church every time the door is open. Give, give, give. Okay, there was many things we were supposed to do and not do. And in the beginning, pride was just on the list, but I had no idea how destructive it was. Amen. I had to learn from scripture how destructive it was. Proverbs 18:12. I looked at this. Before destruction, the heart of man is haughty, and before honor is humility. Before, you must humble yourself to learn, amen? And then once you learn, if you become expert in it, somewhere down the line, you're going to receive honor because you become so good at it. But before destruction, the heart of man is hearty. Well, I'll put on a good show. They won't really know that I think I'm the bomb, amen? I, think, I really think I'm the bomb. But I'm going to act like I'm, you know, humble because I'm supposed to be a Christian. Yeah? Well, God knows your heart. Amen? He knows your heart. Glory to God. He sees just the way you are. Amen? Go to Proverbs 29, 23. 29, 23. I got to go there myself. It says, A man's pride shall bring him low. Oh, I had to look up what that meant, what that word pride meant. It's number 1346 in your concordance. It means highness, swelling, majesty. You see yourself as the bomb. You are just something. You are everything in a bag of potato chips too. You are just wonderful. You're so Adept at your job You do everything so good I mean you just Man we all we You're the example we all need to look at Amen We need to recognize How wonderful you are And what a tremendous gift you are To the body of Christ Now wait a minute The Bible says give honor to whom honors due There's no problem with giving honor To whom honors due but it says a man's, a man's own pride, a, a man's pride shall bring him low, but honor shall uphold the humble in spirit. Amen? Pride will bring you low. And I said, ah, now I'm beginning to see this thing. It's not just this is another, pride is not another thing on the list of things we don't do because we're Christians. If you, if you get to the place where you believe that you're just the be-all the be and the end-all, without realizing it, you're heading to your own destruction in what your assignment is. Amen? Because who is the end-all and the be-all? Jesus. Jesus is the end-all and the be-all. And we humble ourselves. Amen? And we exalt Jesus. Amen. And by remembering that he is the be all and the end all, it's hard to exalt yourself when you're exalting someone else, when you're exalting the right person. Amen. The Lord Jesus Christ. Because two of you can't sit on the throne. And if you're enthroning him, if you're recognizing him, if you're exalting him, if you're giving him his rightful place. Why right for place pastor? I'm good, yeah, you're good, but you didn't die on the cross for all mankind. <clears throat> you didn't you didn't accomplish God's will perfectly in every aspect in every iota. you didn't carry out God's will absolutely thousand percent without any it, the Bible says that Jesus was without sin. amen. He was tempted in all points yet without sin. Jesus Christ of Nazareth is the one that changed our destiny. Every single person was going to hell before Jesus died on the cross. What he did at Calvary gave us access to God. The Bible says that we're redeemed by his blood. We're redeemed back to God. And now we have approach and access to our heavenly father only because of the Read Ephesians 1-4, access because of the blood of Jesus, not our good behavior. He did it all. He made it possible for us. Amen? Glory to God. And that's why we exalt him. Our life was a mess, and we didn't know how to fix it. We didn't know what to do, but we knew we were in trouble. Glory to God. And we heard the gospel somewhere. Somebody was saying, Turn your eyes to Jesus. Ask him to save you. And so we recognized that our life was a mess, and we turned it over to Jesus. And, oh, what did we find? We found, glory to God, that by a supernatural experience, we, our, our spirit was regenerated. We were born again, made alive by his spirit, filled with the Holy Ghost. Now we could read the Bible. We gobbled up the Bible. We wanted to go to church. Before then, you could, you couldn't. A, a, a tractor trailer couldn't pull us into church. But after we got saved, glory to God. I remember the Cherry family when no others, no other people showed up, we showed up. Amen. Glory to God. Glory to God. And so we turned our life over to Jesus. And he saved us, glory to God, by his blood. He saved us by mercy. The Bible says, for by grace are we saved. And that not of ourselves. It is a gift of God, a gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. Tonight, if your life is a wreck, and I don't see how in this present day and age, Out in the kingdom of darkness, the way they live out in the kingdom of darkness, I can't see how your life can't be a wreck. Ask Jesus to save you. Get translated out of the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of light. How do you do that, Pastor? The first step, ask Jesus to save you. Say, Lord Jesus, the Heavenly Father, I've sinned against you. I ask you to forgive me of all of my sins. Pray that. Lord Jesus, Save me. I want to go to heaven. I don't want to go to hell. I don't want to stand at great white throne judgment. And if my name is not in the Lamb's book of life, I get thrown in the lake of fire forever. I don't want that to be my destiny. I want to live live forever with God, not forever in the lake of fire. Save me, Jesus, from the lake of fire. Save me from my sins. Save me from myself. Save me from this crazy upside-down world. Save me, Jesus. And based on the authority of the scriptures, I can tell you, if you pray that prayer, he will save you. You save. Amen? God bless you. The Bible has the answers.
0: I know the Bible is right. It's The Bible Has the Answers with Pastor Aaron B. Williams coming to you live every Wednesday at 7 p.m. Never had it so good Gospel 107 Pastor Williams believes If you have a question The Bible has the answers Join us Wednesday on the show Or at I Am Jesus Holy Ghost Church In Columbia, South Carolina Where service times are Tuesday night prayer At 7pm Sabbath Friday service At 7pm And Saturday Sabbath day service At 12 noon Our motto is It pays to serve God Hit us up at IamJesusHolyGhostChurch.org That's Pastor Aaron B. Williams Live on Never Had It So Good Gospel 107 Come on and get the Word of God at its highest level.